Hello, you beautiful person. Welcome to a special Valentine's-themed, tuned-in, dialed-up feature. I am home alone today. Everyone's out working. My beloved fiancé has a lot of shitty retail work to do before we go get our pre-ordered... Oh, that's This sounds so sad. We, we have pre-ordered food from Olive Garden that we're then going to bring home and eat in our home while watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine because fuck being out in public today. I'm home alone. I'm sitting here reading all these wonderful things on Twitter. There is a wonderful list that Will posted on Discover Pods about a day or two ago. Ten romantic podcasts you should listen to on Valentine's Day. Or that that's close. There's a link to it in the show notes. The exact list is titled similarly to that. Will made this awesome list, and it got me thinking about podcasts that I listen to with Jordan. Jordan is not a huge podcaster, and it's kind of hard to be a podcaster in our household because if we're not working, we're doing something. Washing dishes, showering, you know, basic human things, but also lazing about watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine or the hundreds of YouTubers that we subscribe to that we will never catch up on. There's always something happening, and it's it's not conducive to throwing on, you know, Red Rhino or something like that. So not only is podcasting difficult for us to do as a couple, it has to be something that can fit a certain mold. And luckily, I just threw together a couple lists. So today, in this special solo-hosted Dude Dialed Up feature, I am going to give you three podcasts that we listen to together as a couple, tell you why I think they work well, and then give you three shows that we haven't listened to together yet, but I think will fit the other three quite nicely. So let's talk about format real quick. What I'm going to do is introduce the show, give you a little bit of why I like the show, and what about it I think makes it a good show to listen to with other people, and then I will restate the title of the show just so if you want to write it down or go check it out if you like this i will be making the show note posting of this on tuned in dialed up it's going to be a bit beefier than usual tdu episodes where i will have a link to a good episode of that show on radio public or whatever their embedded player of choice happens to be so that you can just kind of click on it hear it yourself so it will it will be structured like a formal top 10 list on dialedappodcast.com, but it is born of this audio that you're listening to right now. So, first off... My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Not a lot of introduction needed for this one, as it is one of the most popular podcasts, period. But, just a quick intro, My Brother, My Brother and Me is an advice show for the modern era starring brothers Justin Tyler, Justin Tyler, Jesus Christ, starring Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy, three brothers from West Virginia, who take questions from audience members that they have zero qualifications to answer and answer them, as well as finding posts on Yahoo Answers that are particularly buck wild and answering those as well. The show has been on the air for, let me just check the watch I'm not wearing, forever, and has kind of grown and molded to be fresh and new over the times. Now there's a recurring segment called Munch Squad, where Justin reads really wacky fast food press releases. Uh, that's a wonderful... That could be a show in its own right, but in a lot of ways, 
it's better off being couched inside of an existing show. And by virtue of having several different segments and the ad break in the middle uh, and a theme song and all that fun stuff, there are lots of moments in the audio where it's not necessarily bland, pointless audio, but it's also okay if you or the person you're with in the car talks for a little bit. Uh, There's laughs, and it's fun to listen to. It's not too heavy, it's not too light. Uh, Also, it's just hilarious at times, so that's great. If you like the sound of it, and you've never listened to anything McElroy before, start with a newer episode. I would suggest not going back more than 200 episodes. Uh, It is widely accepted, even by the brothers themselves, that the first 150 episodes... Uh, they had a lot of growing to do, and uh, there's some good bits in there, but they also needed to grow a bit as humans. Uh, they are much nicer now. And that show is My Brother, My Brother, and Me, available on the Maximum Fun Network. Up next, we're talking about... Criminal from Radiotopia. Criminal is one of these shows that's hard to recommend because it's just so consistently good that there are very few places I can point to and go, that's where you start. It's just a library of good, short, true crime stories that have ethics, are about an interesting topic, go way beyond what you expect them to, and are always human. They never lose track of the humanity of the story, even if it's a story about a tiger or a stolen poodle. Because the term, because the title of the show, Criminal, is also the thesis of each story. It's about something criminal. It doesn't necessarily have to be a murder or a robbery or an arson. It has to be something considered criminal or to do with criminality. There are episodes about law enforcement officers, specific people, not necessarily every episode has to be about someone who's done something wrong. It could be about someone who's dealing with the effects of a criminal. I tactfully deployed a couple of episodes of this show that have twists in them that are... You remember that one bit in the Netflix Fire Festival documentary? You know the one, with all the memes of it now. Take that bit and amplify it by, like, three. That's some of the turns that happen in a few choice episodes of Criminal. I deployed those on a road trip with Jordan and a mutual friend of ours, and they weren't even really paying that much attention to the podcast I was playing, but then the turns happened, and suddenly that's all we were talking about. On the companion piece for this on the website, I will link to an episode that is devoid of any violent crimes, anything harsh, and uh, it still is this beautiful piece of true crime podcasting. I, 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 To call it true crime is to almost do it a disservice because of how many negative connotations the term true crime has labeled in with it. It's just a really, really well-made nonfiction show. Also, the host's voice is fantastic. <laughs> Jordan will occasionally prompt me to do a Phoebe Judge impersonation at other friends of ours who haven't listened to the show, which I think is stemmed a little bit. She might have heard me bemoan the fact that I missed the window to submit a Phoebe Judge impersonation for a special episode they did. 
So to close that one out, the title of this show is Criminal. And finally, the third podcast we've listened to together, and works quite well as a couple's podcast, I argue, is The Illusionist. Hosted by the wonderful Helen Zaltzman, who might be a bunch of acerbic wit in a trench coat pretending to be a person, I can't really tell yet. The Illusionist is a podcast about language, which makes it one of the most uniquely radiotopia things in the world. Ah, stop right there. I can I can hear it right now. In your head, you're going, oh, so it's a podcast about the history of certain words. And no, it's not. There are several very good episodes that are just about the history of one word. But take, for instance, a recent episode titled Gossip that is about the history of the word gossip, but then goes on to talk about the concept of gossip. We go deep on the inherent patriarchal use of the term gossip to discredit women sharing information with each other. It gets good. The story of language is the story of people. I know I kind of leaned into that angle on criminal, but this, the same is true here of Illusionist. It's at times a side-splittingly funny show, and at times a tearfully real show about how language shapes the world around us. Last year there was a series about names that featured a lot of people talking about their experiences and changing their names due to embracing their inner identities that is really impactful. Uh, I, so I do want to mention that because I will sit here and say The Illusionist is very funny because it is, but it also talks about some very important things. A lot of the human experience is molded by language and The Illusionist as a podcast is a perfect example of that because it can handle so many different topics. So that show is The Illusionist. All right, first of the shows that I have yet to introduce Jordan to, but I think are good couples podcasts anyway. Beach too sandy, water too wet. A brother and sister duo of hosts get together each episode and talk about negative reviews they have found for things online. Each episode has a distinct theme to it, like the most recent episode as of this recording is liquor stores in Louisville, Kentucky. But they also share specific challenges with each other. They also switch off each episode, giving the other one a very specific challenge, uh, a very specific kind of review to find, including, uh, I think, one particularly good challenge was find a negative review of an erotica starring a firefighter named Blaze. Uh, so that's the, that's the kind of granular challenges they get up to. Given the consistent human need to bitch about stuff on the internet, there are always choice negative reviews for them to find these aren't just people these reviews aren't just people complaining about things for legitimate reasons these are people complaining about things that have like dark backstories once you start thinking about them including one review they found of a electronic store from someone who probably stole an iphone and was just mad that store wouldn't unlock it for them <laughs> beach to sandy is an interesting idea on Beach Too Sandy is a perfectly fine idea on paper until you add in the special sauce that is cartoonishly melodramatic dramatic music that is played behind these deadpan dramatic readings of the reviews. They're not just finding bad reviews and reading them. They're giving them these dramatic performances that are just mwah, chef's kiss perfect. 
This is coming from someone who has written 1,000 word plus negative reviews of things on Google reviews before, but when I bitch about things, I come with receipts. These people do not. It's a very tightly edited, well-packaged show with segments and no no space is wasted. The episodes are not long at all. They They don't feel short, but you will look up and realize no time has passed at all when you've burned through several of them. That is Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Up next on shows I haven't tried with Jordan yet, but I think would make a great couple's show. Flash Forward. It is a little more long form, but it is also fascinating. Each episode takes a potential future, be it realistic or otherwise, does a little mini audio drama about it, like just a little a little moment from that potential future just to show what it's like. And then then it switches to host Rose Eveleth, who talks about that potential future and interviews experts in relevant fields to talk about what would happen. Now, these futures range from what if we invented a collar that allows animals to talk and what are the ethical ramifications of that to what if some space pirates towed a second moon into orbit just for the fuck of it and how would that affect earth the episodes <clears throat> the episodes find a wonderful balance of talking about actual history that has happened that is relevant to this story as well as talking to experts about you know projecting forward what would this do what kind of ramifications would this have it's it's really cool on paper and it's cooler in practice i really don't know how to sell that to you instead of just saying it's good go listen and it's also a constantly evolving conversation with new facts and new ideas being brought up pretty regularly throughout the show so I feel it works great in the same way that Mabim Bam works as a comedy podcast. This works great as a nonfiction podcast because it is, there's constantly little nuggets to discuss or be like, oh my God, or I didn't even think of that. Uh, not necessarily enough to generate a whole conversation where you pause it and then come back, but definitely there's going to be a lot of engaging as listeners and then afterwards be like, wow, that was really cool. And maybe even be reference it, you know, weeks down the line when that topic kind of sort of comes up in a conversation. So if you want to check that out, the show is called Flash Forward. And finally, in this cavalcade of six shows, the final of the three that Jordan hasn't heard yet, but I think will be great for us as a couple to listen to is... Fuzzy Logic. Fuzzy Logic is a show in which three hosts sit down and answer a question that has a factual answer, but they cannot look anything up. Nada. No phones, no Google, no nothing. It's basically an hour of four grown-ass adults trying to harness all of their logical capabilities and intelligence and, of course, a healthy dash of improv comedy to figure out what the answer to this question may be. And then, near the end of the episode, they pause the recording, go research the actual answer, and then come back and talk about what they got right and what they got wrong. And what I love about it is there's not necessarily, it's not gamified in such a way that it's a bad thing to be wrong. I mean, people do celebrate being right, but it's not a mean-spirited show. It's, it, I just, I like people 
being okay with taking risks and being wrong about things. Also, some of the questions are pretty damn fun to listen to people try to figure out. And because it's a bunch of normal people sitting around trying to figure a thing out with logic and reasoning, and because it's a bunch of normal-ass people sitting around trying to figure something out, I mean, normal-ass really funny people, but still normal people, it opens up a sort of play-at-homes aspect where you two will be arguing in the car about the thing as well. Or, I mean, the, the dark side is one of you might Google the answer while the others are figuring it out if you happen to be impatient. But still, I, I think this has the legs to be a good couple show and i just like listening to it in general so take that as a as a bonus just in general recommendation so the show you want to check out is fuzzy logic all right y'all that's my almost 20 minutes those are six really fun podcasts that i think you should try out if you haven't tried some of them out before sincerely suggest trying it out with someone you love or yourself and i hope you have a happy valentine's day and be you monogamous, poly, aromantic, whatever. I hope you have a good day today. You do you. And go listen to some fun podcasts. If you have someone in your life you want to share them with, I think these might be a good starting point. And just know, you're doing a good job. Love you. See you around. <laughs>